Real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast, be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you can implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode. You know, my journey of business didn't start out like most people wanting to go into business. I actually intended to go to college and get the usual job. However, I learned from my dad growing up who worked hard, thought he worked for a company forever, but his companies weren't loyal to him. The guy had strokes, heart attacks, so much stress. I didn't want to live like that. And so when I got to college, I started to see that the real money, the real freedom happened in having your own business. So I decided to become a business consultant, but I figured I better have real life business experience. So before uh, I actually did that, I dropped out of school. I just took a one, what was supposed to be a one year sabbatical, try to find some business to start. And the first one that came up was really becoming a financial advisor and doing that. And I love the journey so much. I love being able to have that freedom of my own time and my own destiny so much to the point that I said, you know what? I'm going to stay this way. So I stayed dropped out, kept working as a business owner. Even, even when I went to look going back to college years later, it didn't even make sense. <laughs> you know, trying to get a bachelor's when, when really you're making more money than most people with bachelor's or even master's degrees or PhDs, you realize that college degree doesn't necessarily equate to a whole lot, especially if it's a sociology degree. So as a result, that's how I got into business. It was kind of accidental, but it ended up being very intentional. And it's one, been one of the best decisions of my entire life because it's made me literally millions and millions of dollars. Here are the steps I used to bootstrap my business. Now, I initially started out really with very little cash, especially when I relaunched into a new business. So even when I went into my more recent business, Money Ripples, you know, I really didn't have a lot of cash, a lot of seed money to get started. I had a tiny little bonus check from the previous company that had just let me go. And that's all I had. And so what I did was this is first and foremost, I looked for ways to exchange value. I, had, I knew I had a great product, a great service that I provided for people, helping them create more cash flow, more freedom. And that was something that a lot of other business owners needed. So as a result, what I did is I actually started doing some exchanges, you know, where I actually coached the guy, said, hey, why don't you help me develop my website? I'll coach you for free. Pretty much we just exchanged services because we knew we both saved money that way. And we did it. You know, that's how I got my first website launched. Even with the little money I had, I learned one thing early on from a previous business is that if you're stuck with maybe 500 bucks and a computer and that's all you have, the best thing you can actually do is go and find about 10 people in your industry, whether it be in your industry or your ideal market, your target market that you're, you're aiming for and take out those influencers, people that are already in those places, people that already have those kind of connections. And instead of just asking something from them, go with the pure intention of serving them. So what I did with the little money I had, I started taking people out to breakfast or lunch or brunch or whatever it might be. And I would just try to get to know them better. In fact, they were very skeptical. Many of them were. They said, okay, what do you want from me? Because they were used to people doing that. I said, no, I just want to get to know you and see if there's any way I can serve you. And I would try to listen to, in the conversation. I would ask more questions than giving answers. I would ask them just to see what's going on in their personal life and their business life and see if there's anything I could do to either give them knowledge and or help them with a relationship that connected them. 
And as a result of doing that, they saw I was so sincere and trying to create value and add value to them that they actually would refer people to me and built my business very quickly, six figures in the first year. The biggest failure I had in bootstrapping my business was when I first became a financial advisor full-time. This is when I used to be that traditional financial advisor. When I did that full-time, I didn't have enough cash reserves to keep me going. And that's a scary thing because the truth is when you're an entrepreneur and when it all falls on your shoulders, especially where I was providing for a family and I had no other sources of income coming in, that was a stressful time for me. I went to a mode of scarcity. And as a result, because of that scarcity, I was actually subconsciously driving people away energetically because people could sense that I was a little bit more desperate. Something just quote unquote, didn't feel right about doing business with me. So I worked 10 times harder to make less income versus when I've had cash reserves in my business. This is when I've been more successful, having enough cash, knowing that I don't need that business. When I don't need the money, that's whenever, when everybody wants to pay you, right? You get to a point where either it's because you, you have your job on the side that helps provide enough income and or you have enough cash reserves to keep you going for a while and you come from a place of service, you come from a place of trying to help people, what happens is that it actually naturally becomes easier to do business. People want to do business with you and you'll work a lot less time a lot less energy to make more money. That's the ironic thing, guys, is when you don't need the money, that's when everybody wants to pay you money. And that's been one of my biggest successes right there. And I'll tell you, even in addition to that, I mentioned before about building relationships, taking those people out to lunch. One person I took out to lunch that actually started sending me referrals right off the bat. She wasn't the business. It was the fact that she started sending referrals and connections and even speaking engagements that got me to connect with other business coaches and people like that in that network that within just a matter of months, I went from the new kid on the block to all of a sudden becoming the industry leader in the financial realm among these women entrepreneurs. It was all just purely through these connections and trying to serve people. I didn't make money for several months doing that, but it did lead to thousands of dollars later on. So in addition to what I've already mentioned about ways to help grow your business, even without using cash, whether it's exchanging value with other people, doing a swap of, of services, whether that's even just taking people out to lunch or breakfast and just getting to know them and getting connected in those things, doing networking events and things like that within your, that's focused towards your industry. I would also add this on the financial side. One thing that I've learned is that credit can be your friend. The best time to get credit is when you don't need it. So if you're working a job right now, if this is your side hustle, get credit now. Find ways to get good credit cards with great terms, SBA loans. Great thing to look at with your bank. Go with an SBA loan, learn how to actually start to, write your own business plan and things like that to secure some lower interest type of loans that way. I'll, I'll tell you my, my first SBA loan I got was $25,000 and the payment, because it was pretty decent interest, was only about 140 bucks a month. It was just interest only, very easy. In fact, if you're in business and you have 25,000, if you can't make at least 140 bucks a month, you probably shouldn't be in business. And so great, cheap money to use. Credit cards can also be used, but I would use it with caution, make sure that the cash can support it, but that's something that can also work really well. Here's a tactic you can use to determine which credit card to use. I use an equation I created back in the last recession called the cash flow index. And it's simply this. You take the balance of that credit card divided by the minimum monthly payment that it gives you, and you'll get a number. Now, this has to be a, you have to be able to charge a credit card to at least, I would say, $2,000 just to see what the true index is, just to get a good feel for it. But if you charge it up, if it's, say, you get a card that's $10,000, the payment's 300 bucks a month, that's a 33 index. But if you get the same $10,000 on another credit card, but it's only, say, $100 a month, that's a 100 index, great one to use. Use the one that gives you the cheapest payment for when you use it. The best way to do it, of course, is either one, charge up the card and see what it does, or two, ask your credit card company or a bank 
what they would charge minimum payment based on a certain balance. If there's anything I could really impress upon your mind the most is simply this, and this is what changed my life in business forever, is that dollars follow value. Dollars follow the value that you create for other people. Focus instead on asking yourself how to make more money. Don't ever ask that question. How do I make more money? Stop it. People have asked it for years. It's never worked. Instead, ask, what can I do to provide enough value, service, or solve problems for people in such a way that they naturally want to pay me for that value? Because they know that that value is worth more than the money that's in their pockets. That's the big thing. How can you serve people, solve problems for them, or add value in such a way that money wants to be exchanged? That right there is the secret to success. That is the absolute secret to making good money in your business. And while you're doing that, of course, focus as you're building up that revenue. Also focus on profitability. I recommend a book called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Great book to read. It's just, it's like a must-have Bible for any business owner starting out. You need to focus more on profit so you're taking more home. If I were to give any other advice, feel free to follow me on YouTube, the Money Ripples channel, or even the Money Ripples podcast. We give lots of different financial strategies, tips, and tactics that can help, even business ones too. But I'll just tell you that principles always govern. Have faith, have patience, and be willing to do what's right regardless of the consequences. Because I can promise you that when you do what's right, you're willing to stand in your power knowing that you're amazing as you're living and expressing your gifts through that business. And you're using a way that people say, I need to have you in my life. They will want to pay to have you in their life, especially if you can learn to market. So just be sure to learn how to manage your finances, learn how to market, and learn how to just do these basics in business so that you can become the best version of you and serve and bless more lives. I hope you enjoyed that episode and were able to take away a valuable nugget of information that you can implement right away in your own business. If you feel your story would be valuable for the listeners of this show, please visit frugal.show forward slash guest. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.